Hey, folks! Welcome back to the Backstage Cowboys podcast. Before we begin this episode, I would like to thank you. I'd like to thank you for listening to the Backstage Cowboys podcast. I'd like to thank our growing audience, not only in Canada and the U.S., but all over the world. Now we have people listening to us in U.K., Ireland, Australia, Thailand. Spain, Portugal, Colombia, Ecuador, Brazil, Argentina, Cuba, Mexico. Bienvenidos, mis amigos. Gracias por escucharnos. Hey, listen to this: Hong Kong, Egypt. Hey, the Netherlands. Fuck, I don't even know where that is. Okay, listen, people. I have a favor to ask. You like the Backstage Cowboys podcast? Please tell your friends, tell your family, tell your grandmother. Go to the Backstage Cowboys Facebook page, like it, share it, share it on all over social media. And now you can listen to the Backstage Cowboys podcast on any platform you can imagine. I mean, we're everywhere. We're on iTunes. We're on Google uh, Play, uh, SoundCloud. I, I I can't even remember all of them, but just search for us. You'll find us on any platform. Go to BackstageCowboys.com. Send me a message. Tell me about yourself. Who would you like to hear next on the podcast? Maybe you have something to say. Whatever, man. Talk to me. I don't know, man. Maybe you're thinking about a career in show business. Let me tell you about Avolites and how that can change your life. Okay, back to the show. This one is called. If it ain't rock and roll, don't call me. <laughs> That's not exactly true anymore, but that is what Pierre Roy used to say earlier on in his career. Pierre is the lighting director behind the Montreal Harley Show, among many other things. So let's get this show on the road. Do I have a drummer? Well, go. Folks, welcome back to the Backstage Cowboys podcast. Today, uh, back in my office, I have the privilege of having sitting in front of me the great Pierre Roy, who is one of the major lighting guys uh, here in Quebec and just about all around the planet, I suppose. You've, you've been you've been to many places, Pierre. Thank you for accepting my invitation. How uh, thank, you do it, man? Thanks for having me, man. It's really nice. Uh, you know, think we're gonna have fun. I think we're going to have fun, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, only um, we were just too reasonable. We only had one beer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we could have went further on that, but anyway, it was too early. Like I said, you know, usually I don't drink for the, the lunch. I just eat and drink water or liquor. But now for, for this interview, I said uh, maybe one beer. <laughs> yeah, that's what they all say. <laughs> <laughs> so, Pierre, uh, I... Once again, uh, there's a few people on this planet where I don't know where to start. Um, I think I have one question in mind. There's one thing I'd like to know right off the bat, and then we'll go around your career and, and talk about everything you've done. Um, I've heard something about you a long time ago, and I'd like to verify if that's true. Okay. okay. Someone once I'm told scared. me. <laughs> no, no, it's it's not intimidating or anything. Someone once told me that you established a rule at the beginning of your career, which goes like this: If it ain't rock and roll, don't call me. How true oh. is that? Almost true. Almost true. Yeah, almost true. That yeah, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad to hear that because I think that'll be the title. <laughs> yeah, because you so, know, uh, first my music that I love most about is rock and roll you know Beatles uh, Kiss uh, Queen of course you know uh, is one of the major artists that, that I like uh, so I made my mark as doing lights for a rock band but and that didn't serve me very well but it served me well but it didn't help for one side that people was thinking that I'm just good for rock and roll mm. But 
Lastly, uh, not far ago, I did a, a concert called uh, Concert Amplifié. Okay. With the uh, Symphonic Orchestra of Quebec. And, the, of course, they called me because they want this show to become a sh rock and roll show. <laughs> 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 But I did uh, guys like uh, uh, Mario uh, Pelcha. And okay. So, yeah. you know. And I did some uh, comedy uh, musical also, so you know. And I did once uh, the Parlementry, you know the. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, this is a comedy show yeah. where, where they're all sitting at the. Parliament, yeah, Parliament, exactly. It's like a Parliament. It's all these funny characters. Yeah, that, that's a really yeah. good show. Yeah, and actually, I'm on the stage of that show. Yeah, I'm just gonna walk around here and fix your mic. <laughs> yeah, I'm going low. <laughs> Yeah, the, the, you know, in a parliament, you, you have those uh, guys who got the vote to be the by the public, mm -hmm. but they don't have anything. They can't say anything on, well, while they are in the, the well, yeah. parliament. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was there, like, sleeping, <laughs> and they took a picture of me, and they installed me on stage. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> That was the good idea of uh, Mario Petit. That oh. you surely know. Oh yeah, well, that's, uh, <laughs> Martin Petit's brother. No, no, no. no that's Mario Petit, Petit is a is a, a technical uh, director, tour manager, oh, yeah, yeah. production manager for uh, uh, Just for Laugh. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, I've never met him. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah. That's where I met him in with Mario Percha actually. Okay. And <laughs> the funny thing about me that he was always saying is Pierre, there's two cues that I like about you. When you call off the, the the house light, and when you call in the house light. <laughs> yeah, well, I always said the, the house light cue at the beginning of a show is, is probably the, the most thrilling one for us yeah. because people start applauding. I mean, there's the tension is going up. We, we are God Almighty, and yeah. most people don't know we exist. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's what I like about it. So, But to come for the story of uh, rock and roll, yeah, it's kind yeah. of true. Okay, so that's kind of true. Well, I'm yeah. glad. Can I quote you on that? I mean, can I can I just use that as the theme for this interview? If it ain't rock and roll, don't call me. Can I do that? Can I put a sticker on you? Yeah, yeah. Or of would course. you rather go somewhere else? <laughs> <laughs> it might give me the chance of not uh, losing the chance of uh, having uh, other gigs, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> all good, man. Uh, All right, I'm just shutting off my headphones here so they don't go back into the mic. See, I'm not a sound guy, so I fuck around with my stuff all day long. I mean, and I don't really care. I mean, you can tell people that I'm not good at this. It's all good. You're still getting the sound, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, what are you up to now? What's what's your job? What do you do exactly? Uh, right now, I'm doing a lot of stuff, like... Always, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're a busy guy. I, yeah. I had to. Uh, I've been after you for uh, almost a year now to get you on the podcast. So I'm very thrilled to have you in my office right now. Yeah. So right now I'm touring with a band called Boogie Wonder Band. Mm -hmm. I can't believe it just cost me a beer, just one. <laughs> okay, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> And uh, yeah, it's been like 30, 13 years now. The, It's been 13 years now that I'm working with the Boogie Wonder Band, mm -hmm. and uh, it's really fun. And we just did uh, actually last week uh, a new uh, adventure that's called uh, Boogie Symphony. That's, yeah, that's what you were talking about with the uh, symphonic yeah, orchestra. Yeah, it's yeah. a 33 piece uh, orchestra with Boogie on the stage also. So it's, is that a tour? Or no, it's it cannot become a tour because it's it's too expensive. Ah, I see. Yeah. <laughs> You know, 43 uh, musicians plus uh, all the technicians around is... It's a one-time thing, right? Yeah, it's a big event, special event. Uh -huh. So hopefully we'll do a, like, at least 10 a year or 12 a year. And oh, well, that's good. That's yeah. yeah that's going to be fun. Uh, I'm doing uh, uh, a lot of special events, uh, Rock Fest, Montebello Rock Fest. Yeah. Uh, Uh, Harley Davidson show every year. That's something. Yeah. Why, why don't you tell us about the Harley show? How does that <laughs> happen for you? I mean, uh, on my side, I've I've seen the show. I mean, it's spectacular. It's it's just amazing. And uh, I, you know, I guessing that you put a lot of hours into it and lots of pre prod. But how does that happen for you? Well, the first the producer tell me is a concept of the the night. You know, because every year we have a new 
artists, a new uh, kind of uh, design for the stage. Mm-hmm. And then I'm just going drawing stuff, you know, uh, with with Zwig, and, uh, and then it's the company that provide the gear that says uh, I have this, I don't have that, blah blah blah. And then I'm building building uh, the the setup, but it's always around 200 movers. In the, 200 movers, just yeah. that. And uh, yeah. maybe uh, 100 or 50 LEDs and a couple <laughs> bar of six and uh, a lot of blinders, a lot of strobe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, know. you like strobes. Yeah. Right? Have you tried out the JDC one? Not yet. Not yet. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I, I will have to. <laughs> well, uh, just across the wall, uh, I have to. I have to mention this because I, I wanted to talk about it at the restaurant and I forgot. I got a suitcase in the back with two JC, JDC ones in it. Okay. Yeah, we got to pull them out. I got to show you that. Okay. Because I I know you love strobes. Oh yeah. I, I've seen your shows. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For me, a rock and roll show, you need your sunglass with me. Oh, <laughs> got them right here. <laughs> and no, it's really fun because the, actually the producer give me the, the open door. You know, it's do what you you want to do. Show me it. If I like it, that probably will like it. Yeah. And it's about this. You know, he he doesn't say uh, I want this or I want that. You know, it's really well. Do. You you have that reputation where if somebody hires you. Uh, they figure you're gonna you know, take care of things, and, yeah. and they don't have to be behind you calling you the shots. No. <laughs> and I did something like that once. I did a. Sh- it was in a church, I think, and um, there was this. The, you know, they were all uh, volunteers there, and this one guy. You know, he was he, he he was used to having somebody behind the board that has never done it before. So he's calling the shots. He's saying, okay, uh, they're, now they're going to sing this. Can you do this? And then you, then can you do this? And then can you do this? And after three or four shots like that, where I was a, li- a little bit ahead of him, he said, he, was, he came up to me, wanted to speak, and then just held back and said, oh, okay, you got this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, that happens a couple yeah. of times to me too. But in the professional world, I mean, when you hire a professional, you figure yeah. that the guy knows what he's doing. And, and I, I think more often than not, the light guy is the guy to whom – he, is the the light guy is the to, is the person who gets the less spoke to, yeah right. Nobody talks to you. I mean, it's sometimes it's hard to even just to get a pacing to see what's going on. Yeah, exactly. Because they figure, okay, well, you're not important because you're you're you know you can take care of things on yeah, your own. Yeah, exactly. We don't need to talk to you. Right? Yeah, yeah. Just last uh, two weeks ago, I did a, a show with Gregory Charles. Yeah, and it's a, it's a vintage '69. Mm-hmm. And nobody has a pacing of the the show. Oh. Even him, he doesn't know what he's gonna do. Oh yeah, he just he just start yeah. he just start telling a story about blah 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 this this month of the year. Uh, this, the, there was uh, this artist uh, uh, that his song came through the top of the billboard and blah blah blah. And he looked at his band and said, okay, let's go with the uh, minor, this, or whatever. <laughs> and with the story that he tell, you know, I know so much that the music that I'm almost ready for the song that I, I'm pretty sure he's going to sing, you know. <laughs> so for me, it's like I'm going, tick, 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 and I'm ready to do a song, you know. So it's really uh, on the spot, and it's fun because I don't, I don't put any pressure on me. Because if it's work, I'm good. If yeah. it didn't work, I'm the only one that knows that well, didn't work. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> You're the only one who knew who knows what you wanted to do. Exactly. Yeah, so, that's what I like about lights. So no pressure. Yeah, oh, that's like cool. I like I said to a lot of uh, kids, do it. Take it. Uh, take it simple. Yeah. No, made it simple. It's going to be beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And you know, talking about kids, maybe we should go there now. And you've done a shitload of training. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I, yeah, you've you've trained a lot of people. There was, I mean, I'm sort of one of your students without being one, because I kind of <laughs> looked over your shoulders a few times, especially back in the Spark days, yeah. um, Compulite Spark, which is uh, a little complicated console we were working on yeah and uh yeah sometimes i used to look over your shoulder and i caught a trick or two (laughs) (laughs) but i know you've been doing a lot of training and a lot of uh lighting guys out there 
uh, yeah. have have learned their 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 job actually from your teachings. Um, how did that come about? I mean, I know you were involved with the uh, the Martin board, the M1, when it came out. Well, you probably know uh, Paul Pelsi. Yes, of course. <laughs> who know? Who doesn't know Paul Pelsi <laughs> anyway? In, in Quebec and uh, almost everywhere in the world. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. You know, and uh, he's a good friend of mine. Like like way back, like thirty five years ago, maybe wow. more. You know, uh, while he was working for a company called Reflex in Granby. Okay. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. And uh, the cover band that I was doing at that time, you know, bar band, we were renting lights and sound over there. So I met Paul over at okay. that time, you know. Okay. And uh, at some point, Solitech, as like it's maybe 12 years ago, uh-huh. they had to change their... Uh, console like uh, the, uh, the the spark yeah. console because yeah. you know it doesn't it, it didn't work anymore for uh, everything was broken and well it was yeah it got worn out broken and it was also a technology that had yeah. been you know the it was an old technology exactly. and it, it was very hard to to understand yeah. Like there was restrictions. <laughs> like if you're not a, a computer programmer, if you if you're not if you didn't design the thing, um, me I like to to read the book until I understand what the designer had in mind when mm-hmm. he made it. Um, but if you're not doing that, you don't understand. Why do I have to patch four fixtures at a time? Why do I have to start with the big ones and end with the little ones? What happens if somebody walks in with four medium size? <laughs> and I'm already patched, uh, you know, all this sort of stuff. And, and we understand at a certain point what the restrictions were at the time. Yeah. But that kind of, uh, that, that that grew obsolete when they came out with the new technology and the touchscreens and all yeah, that. So, yeah, yeah when I first time I saw the M1, I, I freaked. I went, yeah, you guys made a real board. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you yeah. got involved with yeah, that. Yeah, so the, the thing is, uh, Solitech did like a, a showcase of different, Light board, mm-hmm. like they were the uh, Shamsis was Shamsis, yes. Uh, the one, uh, the hog, maybe the hog was yeah. there. Uh, the Granemio, of course, was mm-hmm. there. And Paul was supposed to be there with the, the Maxis, yes. And the Maxis, which is the uh, the grandmother of the, the grandmother M1. <laughs> of the uh, of the M1, yes. Yeah, but the software wasn't ready so. Instead of bringing a, a board to uh, do the showcase, that's something that the software is not ready for. He said, "I'm not gonna go." That is smart. Yeah, and then <laughs> a couple of weeks after, he said, uh, "Can you come to the office and I'm gonna show you the uh, Magsys and blah blah blah." Uh-huh. So I test the Magsys and I have a couple times at home also that uh, uh, Daryl Sweeney sent it to me and. There was some stuff that didn't like on the Maxis, but I mean, the Maxis himself, but itself, but also the software. Uh-huh. Like, you know, when you're on tour, you need to be uh, 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 really stupid, uh, stupid check. You know, really easy to do everything. Yeah. yeah. Because you get tired, and the command line was really long oh. to patch. Okay. So I said I don't like that. Uh, there was a couple things. So. Paul took took note, you know, of this, mm-hmm. and probably a lot of notes from every everyone. And one day he came back to my place and he brought the uh, pr- uh, the prototype yes. of the M1. Yeah. And he said, "Look at this now." <laughs> so I went and there, you know, blah blah blah. And said, "Oh, okay, I love it." <laughs> yeah. We're getting somewhere, you know. And then when he came on the, the market, there was when he told me. Uh, uh, do you want one? <laughs> I said, of course, you know. And he said, like uh, the Godfather, I'm gonna make you a, an offer that you can't refuse. <laughs> <laughs> so he made the offer, and of course, I said uh, yes, you know. And like maybe two months after that, he said, do you want to do the training of this board when we sell the board? We're gonna send you to do the training of the uh, the buyers. Mm-hmm. So I said, why not? Someone asked to show me how, you know. And so Paul came, explained to me all the things, how to go inside the board and you know, train people and what to say at the beginning, not taking care of this part because people are going to start sleeping. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, 
So, uh, and then it came like, I'm the M1 guys now in Quebec, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, that, anyway, that's what people say. I'm not saying this. That's what people say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm one of them. <laughs> <laughs> so well, it gives yeah. me also a really open, uh, uh, another kind of life for me, you know, because mm -hmm. there's some people that didn't know me that now they knowing me because... Well, yeah, and, and you're you're very present on social media also, so all these yeah. uh, all these newbies can follow you and and see what you're up to and ask questions. I'll bet I'll bet you've got a lot of uh, calls, emails, texts, whatever from people who got stuck. Oh yeah. And um, so, how do you deal with that? I mean, I remember uh, I, I it's always a pleasure for me to help somebody that's yeah. that's stuck. Uh, once they got the past the first step, which is our TFM, which we, <laughs> yeah. for those who don't know, read the read. fucking manual. Exactly. Um, <laughs> but the, the the thing is, when somebody calls me stuck in a pickle, need to do this fast, or if if they're having an issue with the board, it's a pleasure. What I have a problem with is when you're calling me for the third time for the same question. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure you must have had a lot of that. Oh yeah, nonstop. Yeah. But then. What I do, the, the third times, what I do is I go on website, I do the research, mm -hmm. and I print a, a, a screen print of how long it took me to find the, the, the answer. <laughs> and I send in, sending them this, you know. Yeah. I say, look, it took me like 0.3 seconds to find the, question, the answer. Yeah. So, Why are you calling me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes, you know, because like you said, I'm really... Uh, busy on the media yeah so people sometimes see me on facebook like at midnight and they come can i call you yeah so at first i said i was saying uh yeah go you know i'm i'm awake anyway but then it took like uh he, he went back a couple of times so at the end i said to to whom i'm sending the uh, the invoice <laughs> <laughs> he said okay I understand. I get it. Okay. <laughs> I get it. Yeah, now. Some people get it faster than others. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, at a certain point, that's what it is. I mean, yeah, sure. Uh, it's it's a bit like a like like a star, like like a, somebody who's well known. So, and, and I've had you must have had that issue too on tour, where you're with an artist, you're in a restaurant, and everybody comes up to you because they know you, so they figure you know them. Yeah. No, yeah. I don't know you. Exactly. No, I my know. image is in your living room. I am not in your living room. I've never seen you before. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm not sitting down with your family having a beer. <laughs> exactly. No, uh, groupies and stuff like this, I'm trying to keep away from them because we, we all know they all come to you to go to the, the artists. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So... Uh, well, it doesn't work with me because I don't hang out with artists. So unless they're really, really good friends, yeah. in which case I keep it quiet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> But yeah, I almost lost a job once because of a, of a groupie. So. so for me now, it's like, uh, no. Yeah, yeah. Hi, good night. <laughs> Have uh, fun. Right. And Yeah, and you've been touring most of your life, I guess, right? Yeah, it's been like... 37 years now. <laughs> 37 years of, of yeah, living of on the road almost. Yeah. 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 So how's that? I mean, are, do you have a family? Do you have, do you family? have a life? <laughs> family? Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> no, it's it's really special for that. You know, it's a choice of life. Yeah. You know, it's it's not for everybody to to do what I do. Or what we do, the real yeah, yeah. road hog, the road dog. I mean, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that we are. You know, it's it's really hard for the the girlfriends, or you know, almost all my girlfriends left because of my job. But mm. it's strange because I met all my girlfriends because oh, of my job. On, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that means most of them were just a groupie. <laughs> yeah, sometimes that filters out by the, by itself, right? Yeah, exactly. So now I'm you know, I'm getting a little bit older. <laughs> mm -hmm. So I'm not taking care, you know, I have a lot of friends and I'm really happy with this, you know. Cool. No, I'm I'm not trying to find the girls, you know. It's when you try to find that you don't find. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. And uh so how old are you now? 
54? 54. Well, we're the same age. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. Rock and roll. <laughs> <laughs> so, and and let's go back to the beginning. I'd like to understand, like, where where you're from, how how you got into this mess, uh, how you got into this business. <laughs> uh it's a really long story. You have a week? Sure. No <laughs> okay. problem. I've got 32 gigs on my uh, right. SD card. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. No, uh, it started pretty young, actually, without knowing it. Because, like, music was always, always my life. Are you a musician? No. No? Okay. No. Actually, when, for my 10th year, year uh, birthday, my mom wanted, wanted to buy me the guitar okay. of my uncle. Okay. With the amp and everything. And I said, no, no, I don't want a guitar. I just want the amp. And she said, why? Because I want to play the music louder. <laughs> oh, I did that too. You hook up your mixer to a guitar amp. Exactly. It sounds like crap, but it just plays loud, and that's cool. Yeah, exactly, you know. <laughs> no, I was talking in the 70s, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, and at one point, you know, and even there, I didn't know. Uh, one of my friends, his dad had a lot of money, you know. Okay. And so he was buying all those uh, Radio Shack uh, gadget for lights, you know, that turns with the heat or oh, flashing yeah. with the, I had a couple the beat, those, you know. Yeah. And he told me, he said, look, it's it's not fun, you know, because every time that I want to change the mood, I have to unplug from the wall and plug the other things. Uh-huh. So I said, because I was kind of a elect- electric funny guys you know that i love the yeah. playing with this electronic freak yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> that's the right word, word words so uh i said uh, let's build a control that we're gonna plug all the instrument there and we're gonna plug the the, the box in the wall and put switch radio shack switch switch you know the yeah. the red yeah. one you know yeah. that so that's going to be our control. So mm-hmm. I, this was like I was 14 about, 15. Wow. So I bought, uh, I built a console without knowing it's a console. Man. <laughs> I feel like I'm listening to my story. <laughs> so it started there. <laughs> we could have been good friends, you know, oh, back yeah, then. <laughs> oh, yeah. And the, one of the fun that we had at that time the sh- when we were going to see a show, it was at the Forum of Montreal. Yeah. So, and we, I was living in Magog. So we have a lot of time on the road, you know, listening to the band that we're going to see. And and uh, we were always trying to imagine how they're going to start the show, the intro of the show. Mm-hmm. And one po- at one time, we were going to see Queen with uh, while they did the uh, uh, Flash Gordon album. Okay. For, and also for the, the movie. So I said, hmm, I think they're going to start, you know, uh, because the music of Flash Gordon is boom, 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 yeah. boom, boom, flash, you know. So, and it's radio talking with the uh, spaceship and stuff like this, you know. So I said, I think we're going to hear this. Boom, 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 boom. Radio uh, transmission of uh, star sh- uh, Starship, flagship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then big explosion of pyro stuff like that and the band will come with we will rock you you know yeah they like clothes look i have goosebumps <laughs> <laughs> sure enough and the show start exactly like i said wow and he turned around and said you read that somewhere i said no how can i read this somewhere you know it's brand new <laughs> it's brand new and there's no internet at that time you yeah. know there's no way that the the big uh, newspaper at that time was the pop rock, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> once a week I guess or two yeah, twice and, a week and everything was a month late. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and things goes on and on and on, and one day uh, there's a friend of mine asked me to do the lights that the band was he was working with, but I didn't know how to plug demers and stuff like this, you know. Mm-hmm. So he said, oh, I'm going to show you this, and no problem, blah, blah, blah. You know, uh, that's going to be easy. And doing the stuff, and we installed the gear. And, and that night, it's like I had a shoot. Oh. Everything went click on my head. And right there, 
I start designing set, set up of stuff. How old were you? Uh, 18. Okay. <laughs> were you still in school or? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, 18 or 19, but I was still at school okay. for cooking. I, cooking? Yeah. <laughs> we got to go there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you were, okay, so you were studying cooking. Yeah. And then you discovered lighting, but so how far did that go? The, the your cooking uh, the cooking the, when have you ever worked in uh, yeah, as, yeah, a, as yeah. a chef or, or uh, not as a, as a chef but an assistant yeah. chef okay yeah I was uh, in a restaurant in Magog you know a really popular restaurant uh-huh. and that didn't suit me at at the end you know but there was some stuff that didn't like you know uh, uh, I don't want to go too much over mm-hmm. that you know because. Uh, it's. I changed. I didn't like that people grabbing my ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> That's the thing. I get it. Um, but the, what's funny is that when you're in school yeah. and you're trying to make a, a career choice, yeah. How come? Through, I mean, I read the list. Okay, at the time, <laughs> I read the list. Stage yeah. lighting was not no an item on the list. No, exactly. And. That's that's a message I want to send out to anybody out there starting your life, starting your career, or trying to decide what you're going to do. Um, don't take for granted that everything that's presented to you is, that's it. That's yeah. the end of the list. I know, there's so Because many. there's a lot more out there. Just And today it's a lot easier because with internet, um, people have access to, to so much information and so much possibilities that, that just wasn't there at the time. And uh, because I remember when you when you went to see a show at the time, you you saw the show, right? And the mm-hmm. artists on stage were doing magic, yeah, and there was yeah. nobody else backstage, and there was nobody else at control room and all that. It was just like people on stage doing magic. Exactly. And I always said when that happens, when people really think that the artist is doing magic, I you know I did my job well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, that's it. There's so many career choices out there that are just not on the list. Yeah. So you discovered that like sort of by accident. Yeah, it's it's one of the things is at this, at school I was really shy. Mm-hmm. I was like someone was saying hello to me and I become red, you know. Yeah. That's people talking to me. Ooh. Mm-hmm. No, because I was pretty often the new guy because I, I I move a lot. Okay. You know, another family story, you know. <laughs> but uh yeah, I move a lot. So and one day I said, you know, I'm not going to go anywhere in life if I'm not kicking my ass myself because nobody's going to kick my ass for, for me. Indeed. So I decided to go to the uh, Radio Étudiante. You know, oh, that yeah. it's, uh, the, you, you play music during the break. So for me, music was my language, you know, something that I was really uh, uh, allies. Uh, yeah. At ease with yeah, uh, so yeah. for me that was yeah a comfort. So for me that was the the way to step up to starting talking to people uh-huh. without telling them you know you have to come to talk to me. So my music was talking to you, and I become uh, the guys from the, from the music because. All the other uh, guys who were taking care of music during the break was uh, uh, Jet Wattle playing uh, Genesis, and uh-huh. me was Iron Maiden, Van Halen, uh, Styx, uh, you know, Nazareth. So I was the, already the rock guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and when we had some uh, special event in our school, I was the guy who taking care of, like, one day I remember... We we rent the movie uh, of Led Zeppelin, uh, the same uh, the yeah, song, song remains, remains the same. Yeah, yes. And in the movie, when you see it, there's a ice uh, low low fog. Yeah, low fog. So, I bought ice uh, ice dry, dry ice. Dry ice, yeah. To put okay. during all the 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 movie, the uh, fog going underneath the oh. the screen. <laughs> oh, while they're playing the movie. Yeah. Oh, wow. So people, were, and there were those uh, strip lights 
around the the, yeah. the 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 venue. So I was hoping this and following the 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 cue of the movie. Oh. So they were like inside the the they were at the show, kinda. Wow, <laughs> wow. That's but I cool. didn't know that was a a job at that time, and I was a little naive, you know, kind of say, and I didn't know that lighting designer is a job didn't know the title i didn't know anything it's yeah. just something that for me came naturally doing stuff like this you know because i like the effects i saw a lot of shows uh, on video or stuff like this you know so it came naturally <laughs> well that's that that's a piece of luck i mean to be able to eventually get a break and be able to do that uh, uh, for a living because i remember i started out it was a hobby I was just yeah. helping out a friend. Yeah. And uh, at one point, I thought, well, wouldn't it be cool if I could earn a living doing this? Um, and even at the time, I didn't believe it that much. <laughs> you know, I figured, yeah, sure, I'll get a few bucks and, and that'll be it. Uh, but no, there there is a, a, a real career possibility. Yeah. And there are lots of and lots and lots of people doing what we're doing, making a, a decent living. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Right. I mean, You have to work hard. You have to work hard, of course, like anything. Yeah. Yeah. So after that movie thing, so what was that in school or was yeah. that for... Uh, yeah, okay. it was... Okay, that happened in school. So after that, you know, uh, well, I did the, 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 the local band that I had the, the shoot, you know, that yeah. everything popped up in my... There. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Everything popped up in my head. And like I said, I was try, already designing stuff, you know, in my, in my book. And sometimes I had to wake up mm. to get up because I was I wasn't able to sleep. Wow! So I have to wake, uh, get up, and design, d draw it, mm. so I can go to, back to sleep. You know. <laughs> and there was one thing that I that popped me really hard in my head is one time I did a, a drawing, and uh, in '93 that that I'm talking like in '85. Okay. In '93, I'm with uh, Voivod touring yeah. Wild Wild World. <laughs> oh yeah, and uh, as he was on his uh, f farewell tour, the first one. <laughs> uh <-huh. laughs> so, and I'm I'm a big fan of uh, Ozzy. Uh -huh. So I bought the the, the v VHS cassette, you know, at that time, and the, the cover was the gr grid of a speaker. Okay. So, in the tour bus, I put the cassette on. And the light setup there was almost the setup that I designed like in '85. Wow! I was like, "Holy shit!" You know? Yeah. What's happened there? <laughs> What's going on there? <laughs> you know, it's really it's freak it's freaky. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Sometimes you realize you say, "Okay, well, I wasn't that far off." Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, well, it did happen to me a couple of times. Uh, I've got I've got some friends who designed some sets. And, uh, you know, small sets, mm -hmm. because that small budgets, we're from that country, right? Yeah, Quebec? Yeah. <laughs> Where you don't have budget, we just have talent, that's all. We have to do with that. <laughs> and uh, a year later or two years later, you find almost the same set, but with, I don't know, a couple million budget. <laughs> and it really yeah. looks cool. And you say, well, okay, I, I designed it, but... It looks better like this, of course. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's one of my frustration uh, about you know the the no budget but a lot of talent. Talent. Yeah, it's sometimes like it's like okay, give me the same toolbox that this guy had, mm -hmm. and I'm gonna show you maybe something a little bit more better. Yeah, you know we we work a lot with. Not a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It is frustrating, but at the same time, it's very rewarding. Yeah. Um, I Like I was saying earlier on in the restaurant, give me your crap and hire me. <laughs> exactly. Rather, rather than putting a million dollars of gear and not hiring me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> if I have the choice, you know. Yeah, yeah. So... Um, uh, you did that show in school, and then you, you, you're talking about that design that, that you did, and how... How did you come about to working with, uh, you know, with with real artists? Uh, <laughs> if well, we can call it that way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. That's well. I'm doing uh, between coma. Uh, how you call this? Uh, 
Uh, yeah, brackets. Um, yeah. Brackets, yeah. You know, <laughs> I did a lot of uh, band, club band, you know, tour. Oh, that the expression we're looking for is quote, unquote. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I did a lot of uh, cover band, you know. Uh, uh -huh. That's where I learned my craft, actually. Okay. You know, because when you go to a club and you have the... You, not having necessarily the the gear to hang your stuff exactly how you want it because the place is a double uh, ceiling like this or uh -huh. you know yeah so you have to be quick you know to you have to come in a place and say okay you look up there and say okay today it's like this mm -hmm. and hang everything yeah. and play that night yeah and every show is a different setup yeah so yeah that's how I learned my craft, you know, yeah. to, to think really quick and, you know, take decision. Maybe it's not the, it's not going to be the right decision, but you took a decision, you know. Yeah. That's the thing that it's really important in show business, mm. taking a decision. You know, not, yeah. you don't have time for it. Make it work. Yeah. Call a meeting and uh, call the secretary, secretary and uh, this guy's and this guy's, and, you know, you don't have time. It's, this is the this, this situation. Let's do it. Go. <laughs> so I learned this, like my craft, like this, and then uh, the the music scene on in the club changed a, a lot because at that time we were bringing everything, sounds, lights, everything, yeah. and at some point uh, they were all installed. The gear was all there. So mm -hmm. you, the only thing you have to do is focus, do a sound check. And play for two, three weeks at the same place. Okay. So I was, I wasn't learning anymore. Yeah. So I said to the band, I said, "Look, uh, at the end of uh, October, I'm done. You know, uh, I'm stopping because I don't learn anything. And if I stay all winter, that's summer will come, and I know that we're gonna do a lot of money because with this band we're five, four musician and me as a technician." Mm -hmm. And we were giving each other a, a, a equal pay, you know. Okay, yeah. So during summer with festival, the money was there, you know. Mm. So I said, if I do this, I will go in 93 and I will have the same situation. Didn't learn anything. So in 92, I said, I'm out. Mm. <laughs> you look at your... <laughs> No, I'm I'm just looking okay. at the uh, make sure everything's good and okay. it's not in the red. I'm not a sound man, so I got to check my things, you know. So I said to the band that I was doing, uh, uh, I'm gonna stop, you know, because I I want to move on, you know. So I stopped and uh, I I was on the BS at that time. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, because you no. Know, uh, social welfare for yeah, uh, yeah, for exactly. the anglophones out there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, on, it takes a man to, to admit that, right? Yeah, well, that was the, the only time yeah. in my life that I was on a welfare. So yeah, you know, shit happens, man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then I uh, took all the money that I had, didn't pay my rent. <laughs> oh, <laughs> made a good CV, curriculum okay. vitae. Yeah, and I send this to everyone in Montreal, and. Uh, that served, kind of served well because I started working for Solitec at that time. Mm -hmm. And uh, then uh, for uh, Production Bamboo, uh, it's the Spectrum, oh, Montreal yeah. Spectrum. Yeah. And then one guy called me. He said, uh, Pierre, uh, did you ever work with the uh, Yetsi uh, crew and yeah. this and calling Follow Spot and this? I said, yeah, of course, yeah. Wasn't wasn't true. I was <laughs> just finishing doing clubs. You know, there's yeah. no Yahtzee in the club. Yeah. You know, so I said, okay. So uh, we're doing the opening act for uh, Bon Jovi at the uh, Coliseum in Quebec. Uh huh. So that start my professional wow <laughs> life. Yeah, just you know? say yes and figure it out later. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I went to uh, the uh, Quebec Coliseum, and it was like. Five months before I, I was playing in the Dagobah in Quebec, you know, yeah. and you play in Quebec, uh, Dagobah, and it's five months later you're at the Coliseum, you know, it's wow. kind of a big step. Yeah. So <laughs> every time that I was seeing people passing by me and they were knowing me, knowing me, they were like, "What are you doing there?" <laughs> well, I'm doing this, you know, I'm doing the opening act. 
that was Saint and Sinner at that time with uh, Rick Hughes and uh, uh, Stéphane Dufour. Yes. Ma major uh, artists in Quebec. You know? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, and my hand was so shaking that mm -hmm. I had to put my hand on the console to not showing that I'm nervous. But my hand was shaking like crazy, you know. Yeah. But r right after the show, the guys from Bon Jovi came and said, hey, man, nice job, you know, uh, thank you. And Wow. Uh, you know, I had, he, he was really nice with me. So that's all, that's one of the things also that br brought me to the line of work. Being nice with people that works with you, you know. Uh, oh, yeah. When the young LD comes and they're, of course, if it's their first show, maybe they're going to be nervous. So you're supposed to be there to help them, not yeah. putting uh, uh, stuff in their wheels to unless, make... Unless they have the wrong attitude. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Good attitude will bring you far further than uh, if you're the, the amazing guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know everything? Great, you're lucky. Yeah, I always <laughs> said better, better off shutting your mouth and having people think you're an asshole than talking and proving you're one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> yeah. So that started there, and then I did a tour, a couple of shows, an opening for uh, Bon Jovi, then a tour with Lee Aaron, also, mm -hmm. also on, on as an opening act with St. and Center. Then St. and Center broke up, bad for me. And uh, the same manager was managing Voivod. Okay. So he called me. He said, "Look, uh, you want to go on tour with uh, Voivod? You know they're doing uh, Europe uh, for a couple of weeks, then uh, U.S. for three months, and then go back to Europe for two months, and then go back to U.S. for uh, two months." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Why not? So I met the guys first because you know when you're in tour bus with people. You want to make sure that you can understand them. You need to be compatible, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, if you're not cool, they won't like you, and yeah, they're going to kick you out really fast. <laughs> That's, that was pretty much my argument the last tours I did. It wasn't about what the tour was and where we were going. It's who I'm leaving with. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, Major, I saw a movie. Uh, uh, don't remember the title of the movie. Uh, uh, it's about... Hired, hired Gun. The movie's the the the, uh, the documentary is called Hired Gun. Uh huh. And the the seer of uh, uh, Rob Zombie, uh -huh. you know Rob Zombie, yeah. said, "Look, I always try to meet the, the guys before I hire him, him because you know I'm gonna live with him yeah. like 24/7. Yeah. So I want to make sure that I can smell him. <laughs> I can." <laughs> You know, have fun with him, you know, and it's he's cool and he looks good on stage. And, you know, it's this is show business. And, but at the same time, we are, you want to have fun. Yeah. If you don't have fun, yeah. it's a job. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and it's it's a hell of a job yeah. if you're not having fun. Because I was talking with Eric Mascot yesterday. Mm -hmm. and we were talking about the long hours. Yeah. And we're saying, you know, if you look at your daily uh, rate, what you're making... You say, oh, it's cool. I'm making good money compared to people working in an office. But then when you break it down, yeah. with, you know, uh, how much you're making per hour, mm. and then you realize, oh, shit, I'm not making that much money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you got to love what you're doing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's a part. It's, I know it sounds cliche, but it's a part of the pay, you know, having fun, you know. Yeah. And you travel also. So people pay to travel. Yeah, we are paid. We're paid to travel. Yeah, yeah sometimes it's difficult because yeah. we don't get time to see anything, or or it's it's hard to be living on the road. But then again, like I was saying before, you wind up in Miami in some small cafe somewhere having a a beer or whatever, and you're yeah. saying, "Hey, well, what do you know? That's we're, life. we're paid to be here." You know, yeah, yeah, that's, so that's life. pretty cool. <laughs> and you know what? I wanted to talk to you uh, about a couple of techniques yeah. that I got off you. Okay. And uh yeah and and you know I'm sure that you've been doing a, a lot of those and a lot more of those but I remember looking over your shoulder once and um 
I saw at the time on Compulite, I saw you doing the, the X effect and the Y effect, and you'd put one of them on one fader and the other one on the other fader yeah. and just pull them up as needed. You wouldn't believe how many times that saved my ass, <laughs> that technique. And that I owe that to you, and I had to tell you. Thank you for that. Thank you. You never told me. I just saw you do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah still using this, uh, this option. When it works. It's, uh, when you have to uh, bunt a, a show, you know, yeah it's yeah busking busking busking. i think that's the english term yeah it's busking yeah yeah i learned that in in england (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah it's you know you have to find a way to do uh, quick effects any way you can and so that's tilt and pan on a different fader and you go yeah yeah you can have everything you want (laughs) i used to uh, yeah i used to, to have all all my parameters yeah, somebody told me I had to say parameters and not parameters. Did you, <laughs> yeah. did you know that? I, I, I learned it last week. So. <laughs> yeah, I know. I knew it. <laughs> I was out well, west. The guys were laughing at me, and they said, well, parameters, what's, what's so funny about parameters? So it was parameters. I said, oh, that fucks me up, because I've always <laughs> said parameters, and now I'm going to be looking for my parameters while I'm, I'm saying parameters, and I'm, I'm, I'm all mixed up. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, because if I, I, I'd say para- parameters, you know, um, that means that I did say this to uh, about 300 young kids that learned uh, the, the M1. <laughs> yeah. So what? Are they doing a good job? Good. Uh, some of them, yeah. 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 yeah uh, there's a couple of guys that, you know, when the the, 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 the the training was done, you know, were talking, you know, at the door waiting the, for leaving, you yeah. know. And. You know the the eye of the tiger. You you see the eyes and yeah. everything you say is, is grabbing it. You the know, sacred fire. Yeah, yeah. So when I see this, you know, it's it's like I'm giving him a lot of info. Uh huh. Like more info than just the training. It's more. It's not even for the training. It's for how to deal with stuff on tour. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, be humble stuff like this. You know. Yeah. You know, just life, but he's, you see the guys. It's really, it's really cool for that. Doing training, uh, training people. You see, you can met some guys that or girls also because there's a lot of girls now. Yeah, yeah. And it's really cool that the you you know that they're gonna go far. So mm-hmm. it's it's really cool for for them telling them those stuff. But it's cool for you too because that means that. You're, you did something good. Yeah. For me, it's, it's it's really important to do something good for people that deserve this, you know. Yeah. Yeah, you're feeding the passion. Yeah. Actually. And, yeah, and some people don't like to tell their tricks. And they don't want. That's they bullshit. don't like to share. Uh, yeah. And and I've I've seen people doing those jealous eyes, you oh, know, yeah. when, 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 you know, okay, you're doing this gig? Oh, yeah. How come you're doing that? Well, yeah. I don't know, man. You can't do them all. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's too many gigs going on at yeah. the same time, dude. <laughs> Other but people have to work too, you know. For me, it's really, it's really. I don't like people that try to keep this secret for them, you know. Yeah. You know because it's it's not good. <laughs> no. You know if if the guys become better than you, then you did a good job. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You know? Exactly. And and it happened. Yeah, it happened. Actually, um, I'm a lazy guy. Okay, I always said. Yeah. I mean, there were certain shows where I was forty percent of myself, and the client was satisfied, and you know that kind of fed my laziness. Um, <laughs> but sometimes, let me turn that thing off. <laughs> but sometimes um, I'll, I'll train a guy, and uh, with same talent, whatever. And that person just has the energy that I don't. Yeah, and they'll yeah. push it further, and they'll go further, and everything, and and, and they'll and they'll make a, a greater show. Yeah, and that's really cool. I I appreciate looking at that, and uh, sometimes I'll just tap them on the shoulder and say, you know that you and me we're the only ones knowing that you gave that extra sixty percent. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> because everybody else doesn't care. <laughs> but there's a there's a thing that I'm saying, you know, sometimes to people that. You know, we're not in eternal. You know, no, exactly. But there's a way to stay in eternal. Yeah. To 
make to to show to give you uh, your your knowledge knowledge yeah. to yeah. others so your knowledge continue to live on the other person exactly exactly so that's, for me it's yeah that's such a great way to see yeah it. that's yeah. so when when i be dead you know i know that's kids from that learn from me got to continue to bring my stuff higher yeah, there's one thing i'd like to know pia yeah um you've done a lot of uh intro in how do you say it? first uh first acts yeah opening act opening acts that's what i was looking for you've done some opening acts and you've done some main acts yeah and how did how do you live that i mean how what's the difference when you're 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 doing the lights for an opening act or for uh, when you're doing the lights for a main act and let's say the opening act you have to deal with the guy from the main act and doing the main act you have to accommodate the guy from yeah. the opening act yeah. so why don't you tell me about that how how do you how did you live both worlds uh well as a doing lights for opening act as an opening act uh i have to deal with the pretty often it's the production manager that say to the their ld give him just this or this or that blah blah, blah. yeah so like they'll, they'll give you part of the kit yeah and there's certain stuff like lights or effects they don't want you to exactly, play with exactly they want like to keep uh, the punch for for the main with, band with van Allen, for an example mm-hmm. when we were touring uh, as with jonas with uh, van Allen. The only moving lights that I had was the FOH truss. That's oh, it. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and that, I said, thank yeah. you. You know, that's yeah. that's how you deal with this. He, he gives you one spot. Thank you. You know, it's, yeah. that's their show. That's not your show. Yeah. But, and uh, some other bands uh, that I did, like uh, uh, Antrax, with, uh, I was, it was Voivod, uh, white zombie anthrax <laughs> mm-hmm. and anthrax had a lot of fun with them and actually i almost went on tour with them because i was yeah i was in uh montreal at the uh, verdun auditorium and the guy said look uh, we're missing one guy on that tour you want to come with us you're cool you know wow so <laughs> at that point because integrity for me is something that it's really important so uh, I said, uh, I can't because I have a, a, another tour with Voivod coming, you know? Yeah. So, uh, and that tour coming was with uh, Fight, uh, the ex, uh, the, the singer of uh, Judas Priest. Okay. So I did a tour with the, uh, with uh, Fight, with uh, Voivod, and then I became the, the LD of Fight also for that tour. Oh. That, that's another thing that was really <laughs> cool for me because, you know, you, you have the singer of Judas Priest right in your face singing song from Judas Priest. Mm-hmm. It's kind of nice. <laughs> yeah, from a guys from Quebec, you know. Yeah. I know the land of opportunity is the U.S., but I had one ear from a guy from Quebec. So uh, because the, that, that was a fun part about that. Uh, we were in uh, Pittsburgh. And did didn't have any LD, so they were taking the house guy. Okay. And in Pittsburgh, you know, during song between song, the 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 guys the asking was asking, just put a little light, you know, so we can see where the bottle of beer or bottle of water is, and we drink. And the guys was putting strobe lights between song. Oh. Yeah. So Rob Alford said, "Look, guys." Stop doing this. Put lights on, but no strobe. So play the song. Next next break, strobe again. Uh-huh. So Rob Alfred said, look, put some lights on and don't touch the board anymore. Go to t- at the bar and drink. <laughs> so the day after, we were in uh, Minneapolis, and the rig of lights was really cool there. So the tour manager came to me and said, look, uh, there's a nice rig here. Uh, you want to do lights for us too? So I said, holy fuck, sure, yeah. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> so I was doing Voivod, click, 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 doing my uh, my part of uh, the changeover uh-huh. because uh, we have to leave the stage like crazy f- fucking quick mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, doing the lights. 
so I was doing the lights for that night. And the day after, the guys came back and said, you want to do the, the rest of the tour too? Wow. <laughs> so, man, I had so much fun, you know. Yeah. So it was, that was one of the good tour, And I make a lot of friends at that time with them, you know, uh, the sound man of the the fight was uh, the guys from uh, White Snake. Oh wow! And the monitor guys was the guys from Guns and Roses. <laughs> you know, all those small time uh, sound yeah, men. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> And I was pretty. That's one of the regret. Yeah, that's one of the regret that I have in my life. Is uh, I, I became really good friends with the monitor guys, and he said to me uh, once. He said, uh, "Look, give me all your." Uh, Info, you know, and I'm gonna bring you to LA and I'm gonna try to make you work there, blah, 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 blah. So I, I said, yeah, cool, you know, we'll do that, you know. I didn't wanna go, okay, let's do this right yeah, now, you yeah. know, like exciting uh, yeah, kids, you know. Just wanted to play it cool. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, just one week before the end of the tour, the tour was, was canceled. Oh. So I never had the chance to give him my info. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, sometimes you, yeah, when you have your opportunity, do it. Yeah. <laughs> That's one of the uh, good, advice. good advice I can give you. Yeah. You have the chance to do something, do it. <laughs> yeah. Don't wait. <laughs> oh, absolutely. And that goes for just about anything. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, if you see the opportunity, don't don't wait for a second sign. Just yeah, exactly. Grab it. It's yours. Yeah. You know. Oh, yeah, for sure. But to come back to the opening act, mm -hmm. you no, know, I, I, I was kind of lucky. You know, everybody treat me cool. You know, uh -huh. uh, Liar, the LD of Liar, and uh, everybody was fun. So for me, when I have to deal with the guys who's doing lights for his opening act, because I'm the LD of the main act, I'm just gonna say, you, that's a festival. That's your gear. Yeah. Take it. Yeah. Because he doesn't have time to program, mm -hmm. and so if if it's good, if it looks good, good for him. Because my show is programmed, and if I'm bad because uh, he's better than me, well, good for him. So you know? be it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, so yeah. Well, you got to trust yourself too. Yeah, you yeah. know, I have a pro a program show, and he comes to the board, and you have half hour to do a, a program is set, mm. and he's better than me great yeah <laughs> thank you <laughs> that's gonna kick my ass I'll work a bit more <laughs> <laughs> cool so um so we're coming up to the end yeah um always the same question i ask everybody <laughs> like there's a bunch of young guys uh and girls out there uh aspiring to doing what you've done or in in one way or another um what type of advice would you have for them uh like I said uh, earlier in the, this interview, keep it simple. Mm -hmm. When you don't have times, keep it simple. It's going to be beautiful. <laughs> yeah. You know, and integrity. It's really important. Don't, don't steal a job of your friend. Even mm -hmm. if you're hungry, your friend is your friend. <laughs> you know, don't steal your job, his job. Or at least if you have the offer of the job, and you know that your friend's doing it right now, take the phone and call him and say, hey, look, uh, I have an offer of a, a gig, and it's your gig. What's going on, you know? Yeah. You know, don't steal the job. Yeah. And uh, be humble, <laughs> you know, and respect the hierarchy. <laughs> yeah. How do you, you call that? Yeah. Respect the, the, the one yeah. on top of you, you know. And if you have a problem with a crew somewhere, don't yell at that guy or that girl. Go see your technical director or your production manager. Talk to the, the this guy for the problem you have. He's going to go talk to the, the technical director or whatever production manager that hired this person mm -hmm. and deal with it. Yeah. <coughs> because you never know. That is some great advice, Pierre. You know, sometimes you, they're playing there at the venue and they're receiving you. Next day, that be, can be the opposite. Mm -hmm. You're in the venue and they come to your venue. Yeah. So they're... Yeah, I, I'm, I remember um, when I was technical director of festivals and you would 
you would be on tour with a band and uh, you'd come on my stage and uh, I remember you always saying it's cool to be treated like you know it's 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 you need to treat people like you would like to yeah, be treated yeah that's what I, I yeah, do every time absolutely well thank you so much Pierre Man, it's it been a fun. <laughs> pleasure talking to you I appreciate you taking the time to do this <laughs> and uh, I, let's, I hope we meet sooner or, yeah. or, or more often because, you know, we do the same thing. So we don't yeah. see each other very tour, often. Tour, tour, tour. That's right. And then when you're off tour, you sleep. You sleep. <laughs> yeah, I don't go see shows when I'm not working. You know, it's uh, <laughs> Me sometimes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, most people do. I don't. <laughs> anyway, it's been All fun. Right. Yeah, take care. Thank you very much. Hope to see you soon. Yeah, thanks. Well, that's it for this episode of the Backstage Cowboys podcast. Special thanks to AVL Media Group and Avolites, who, in my opinion, make the best lighting consoles in the world. If you'd like to test drive an Avolites console, contact me via BackstageCowboys.com. This is Claude Vien returning you to whatever you were doing before tuning in. Okay, band, it's your wake-up call. Take it away now.